Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Um, hello there, everyone. My name is Ariana and welcome to my podcast. Currently, as I'm recording this, I do not know what this podcast is called, but um, I'm excited to have you here. Welcome to my podcast. Um, I'm ready to just get right into it. And I guess I'll start by talking a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Ariana. I am a TikToker. I am a <laughs> I'm a dominatrix. I'm a phone sex operator. Um, and I also make cannabis content. I am a cannabis influencer. So I have a lot of very different, very interesting titles. And as a result, I have lived a very interesting life. And I have a lot of stories and a lot of insight and a lot of thoughts on basically everything. And um, I am so ready to share myself with this crazy world. So I guess I will start from the beginning and we can start getting into this podcast. If you are more than likely listening to this currently, um, and by currently I mean around the date October 4th of 2022, you are more than likely here because you have followed me since we were friends in high school or you followed me from um, my WeTube, my cannabis content on YouTube and the WeTube. Um, and I really missed making content. I haven't posted anything on the channels in about six months or so. And, um, I just, I really miss it, but I'm currently going through some things that I'll be sharing and talking about on this podcast that sometimes make creating content difficult for me in general. And I know it sounds funny being a content creator and being nervous about posting content, but like I said, we'll get more into it. I'm going to be very surface level the first five minutes because this podcast will be absolutely insane. I can totally feel it. I feel so comfortable doing this and I feel as I'm doing it that I was like meant to do this. So I am so excited right now. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I've missed my audience so much, but I'm just going through so many changes that I can't focus all of my energy on creating content that doesn't generate anything for me in terms of fulfillment or in terms of monetary gain. So I had to take a step back and I also struggle with self-esteem issues. Um, I think that we all can relate to that, but I will get more into that, like I said, later on, or maybe a whole different podcast. I don't quite know what this podcast will be about yet in terms of a niche, a niche, whatever it is. I don't know. I don't know what I want. That's pretty common with me. So yeah, if you are here from um, my WeTube audience, I am so glad that you were here. I miss you so much. And I am so ready for all of you to come along with me in this new chapter in my life. And whether that includes this podcast or the other content that I create now, I am just super excited to talk to you all. And I am so happy to know that you are listening to me right now and hearing my voice and enjoying yourself and enjoying all that I have to bring to you because I certainly have a lot to bring. Um, I would say this past year, I mean, the past 365 days exactly have been some of the most eye-opening and um, 
hardest days of my entire life. And I feel like I finally emerged from everything and I'm ready for the next step of the rest of my life. And I'm ready for you all to come along with me. And I want you guys to help me grow and evolve while I hopefully help you guys grow and evolve and inspire you guys. Because I've really been through a lot and I am just so ready to just take life by the fucking balls. Like I'm so tired of, wow, Oh, four, four and a half minutes and I'm going in. I'm so tired of feeling sorry for myself. And I know that so many people can relate to feeling alone, feeling sorry for themselves, feeling stuck in this rut and feeling as if things will never change. And um, I also know that a lot of us are scared. I know that I was scared. I was so scared to do something different. I was so scared to change my life. And um, it kept me stuck. You know, I'm 27 years old. Um, I would say that I got stuck around the age of 21. And I mean, luckily, I, you know, got out of this, you know, murky, shitty cycle that I was in. But that's still time wasted. And I'm never going to waste time ever again. And, you know, doing this podcast is something that I'm super fucking scared of. But it's something that people have always told me that I needed to do. So let's get back to something more interesting and a little less about me, right? Um, This podcast more than likely will never have a co-host. I think that's more of a promise I'll be making to myself than my audience because um, personally, I don't play well with others. Uh, (laughs) I really don't. Um, I actually am a pretty good team player, I would say, but when it comes to business and my art and my creativity and my... um, do or die, yes or no, good or bad mindset that I tend to get in when it comes to my art or my business. It does not allow me to play well with others. Um, I could never imagine doing anything with content creation in any form and splitting it down the middle or dealing with someone else's input. Um, I can't do that. Um, I think that I am just someone that works best alone. I think there's a lot of power in being alone, okay? I think there's a lot of power in, I should say, being comfortable with being alone and believing in yourself, okay? Because at least for me, how do I say this? Everything that I've gotten, gotten, (laughs) everything that I have received these past couple of months have all been because of my own doing. So I feel as though that my answer for my life is to do everything myself when it comes to things that I want in terms of business. So this podcast will never have a co-host. I can assure you that. Also, I don't handle betrayal very well. So that's also why there will be no co-host. But I do want to have all sorts of guests on here. I know some of the most interesting, funny, beautiful, ridiculous, well-rounded, well-traveled people ever. And I want the world to hear all of their opinions and I want the world to see them and hear our crazy conversations. As I'm sure you guys can imagine, I have crazy conversations with people behind closed doors and I want you guys to hear some of them. I just want you guys to just uh, 
soak up in the entertainment that is my little batshit mind. And I'm so glad that you guys are here. And I guess I'll talk a little bit more about me. It's the first podcast. So I guess talking a little bit more about me and where I've been and what I've been up to is totally appropriate. Okay, so let's begin. Um, Let's address the next big thing in the room. I mentioned earlier that I'm a TikToker. I think I mentioned that. Um, If you have been keeping up with me, which you don't have to, um, I began posting a, (laughs) this is a little awkward for me to talk about. I don't know why. I began posting um, on a TikTok account where I posted myself putting fruit in a blender and creating smoothies. My first video was um, just under a year ago, I would say. Like I said, 365 days. Everything is so crazy. I posted a couple of videos on there. None of them got too much traction. But one day I posted something and it got um, a bunch of views. I went to bed, I woke up, and it had like 327,000 views. And I remember that like, first I remember the like dopamine hit that I fucking got from getting that many views. But also, um, I just like, I got so fucking scared because I was like, oh no, do I have to keep up? And then I posted another one. And um, that one got like 500,000 views. And I was like, oh my fucking God, this is like really happening. And I got so scared. I stopped posting for like seven months. I'm not even kidding. I have no clue what I was thinking. I think I was just scared. You know, I was scared to face the reality that, you know, maybe making cannabis content wasn't for me. I had been in the cannabis industry for four or five years now. I hadn't really gotten what I had want from it. I knew many others that also hadn't. Many people that I um, knew when I first entered the industry have now left. It didn't make me feel insecure that I was leaving, but you know, the uncertainty of leaving a career path was a lot for me to face and handle at that time. So um, I think I pretty much just went into denial with the smoothie TikTok thing because of course, when you get all of these views, isn't that a content creator's dream to get hundreds of thousands of views? And I got that with the TikTok, but for some reason, I guess I was just too scared and just pushed it away. I couldn't, I didn't want to face like what was meant for me. That really is the reality. Sometimes what you want for yourself and sometimes your destiny, it's not going to always be you know, what you think it's going to be or what you really want it to be. So yes, after about six, seven, eight months, whatever the fuck it was, I returned back to my TikTok and I saw that I had 64,000 followers and I had 64,000 followers, I want to say in June and it is now October 4th and I currently have 261 thousand um followers on tiktok and all that i do is put fruit in a cup i have been able to pay off all of my credit card debt um i have been able to establish myself and finally have some sort of footing and some sort of like stability in my life and it might be temporary but i am taking the opportunity that is given to me that i was destined to have And I'm going to take it and I'm going to run with it. And I'm not going to let life pass me by anymore. And I don't think that you should either. 
okay? Life can go by real, real quick. I'm only 27 years old and I feel like life is already going by real fucking fast, okay? And with the way that the world is nowadays, oh my God, my mission right now is to spread the word and spread my word, the right word. <laughs> Stop. And um, I'm really just going to be on my grind, you know? I'm here to entertain others as the world descends into madness and maybe make hundreds of thousands of dollars on the way through. Because, you know, when shit starts getting crazy, I feel like only the wealthy will remain. And, you know, might as well take a shot at being rich or, you know, die trying, right? We're not going to get social, sociology, political, social, economical. (laughs) We're not going to do all that today, but... You get the point of what I'm trying to say. Um, as a result of this TikTok, um, in combination with my other full-time job as a social media manager for a couple different companies, I've really been able to feel um, more confident in who I am as a young-ish adult. I am feeling more, I don't know, I just feel like my eyes are open. Um, and I mean, my eyes could feel open because I have financial stability, but I feel like it sounds stupid, but this smoothie TikTok has really opened my eyes for like what I want. And it just, I don't even know how to explain it. I feel like anyone else that has created content and has blown up quickly in the way that I have, which I know is so many people, I feel like they know exactly what I mean. Like, I don't want to dwell too much on how amazing my life is and how I turn my life around. Like, I don't want to dwell on that, but I think it's important to mention because it is something that has really changed me. It has made me um, more confident in who I am. It has made um, creating content so much less stressful, just knowing that someone at minimum is seeing it. Um, I only started making money for the TikTok about like, a month and a half ago, two months ago, but you know, I'm still doing it. This is what I do. So that's really exciting. And if it were not for the TikTok, I would not be here speaking to you all right now because I would be too busy trying to survive. I wouldn't have time to sit in the rain with a little smoothie on the side of me and some water um, in my office on a rainy day on a Tuesday. I wouldn't be able to do all of that if it was not for um, my TikTok. And more importantly, it, I wouldn't be where I am if it was not for myself. You know, like I said before, I did this all by myself. I work really well alone. And at the end of the day, I want to say that TikTok changed my life. TikTok changed my life. Um, but I'm starting to realize that I did this. I changed my life. I have devoted so much time to myself and to networking and content creation and studying social media. And I just, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I don't really want to like talk in a circle, but like, it's just crazy. Well, I guess what I'm saying, I am also trying to convey to you, the listener, that you can do this too. You have this handled. The problem is that you have really, really got to figure out a fucking way. And I'll tell you more about that and I'll expand more about that. Um, I would say that the one thing that is holding me back in my life is my self-esteem and the way that I look. 
Okay. But I knew, and I've always known that I was going to work in marketing. And once the influencer really, um, became a role that was really prominent in marketing, I always knew that I was meant to do social media. I I always knew that. It's something that I've always been confident in. When I was younger, I wanted to be the person that made commercials. I thought um, like at the Super Bowl, the Doritos commercials, the Snickers commercials, I thought they were all so funny and I wanted to be the person to create that. And of course, as the internet came through and social media marketing came through, that dream shifted a bit, but did it really? Not really, because now I make brand deals and UGC for brands. So it's still all in the same vein. The point is, I kind of always knew that this is what I wanted to do. And I bet you, if you really think about it, there's something that you know that you might be pretty good at. And you know that you're kind of meant to do it. Even if you don't love the idea, there are some things that I think everyone is meant to do. I think everyone has something about them, especially in terms of being creative, that they can really expand upon and explore. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm rambling, but I think that's the podcast, right? Podcasts are just people rambling. If I'm being honest, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I watch like video podcasts if you know, uh, a title catches my eye because I love seeing people. I love seeing um, two-person podcasts, especially. I want to see the awkward body language. I want to see the sexual tension. I want to see it all. So I'm not very used to podcasts. So excuse me if I seem nervous right now. Also, excuse my audio. I think it should be pretty good. But in case things sound a little intense, I'm sorry. I'll figure it out the next episode because I'm not going to like re-record this. I'm feeling pretty good about this right now. Um, Oh, I'm going back to what I was saying before about self-esteem and figuring out what is best for you and just figuring it the fuck out. I got you. (gasps) That should be the title for the first episode. Figure it the fuck out. Figuring it the fuck out. Can I curse in titles? We'll get there. Anyways, back to um, self-esteem and how uh, it's going to change. Not just going to change your life. Self-esteem and um, how I managed to figure it the fuck out. Um, so yeah, uh, I, may con- I may create... Blah, 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 blah. Sorry, guys. My edible is hitting me right now. Um, I think it's... I think I'm also a little bit nervous because I'm going to be very vulnerable right now. And that makes me very nervous. So um, it definitely sounds crazy that as an influencer and a content creator and someone that is extremely extroverted and front-facing in both their professional and personal life, it can sound a bit bizarre how overly concerned and scared I am to look in the mirror and look at my eyes and my face and my body because it all just um, just really upsets me. Um, it's very triggering for me. Um, there are days where I try and avoid mirrors because I just can't face the reality of, you know, what's going on in front of me. But at the same time, I always body check because I want to make sure that my body looks good. Either way, we're going to get into my little eating disorder situation that I clearly have um, at a later date. But you get the point. Anyone who struggles with self-esteem 
eating disorders, body dysmorphia, knows the exact thought pattern that I'm going down. So I don't really need to get too deep into it right now. So those are the two things. I knew that I was meant for marketing and content creation, but I knew that looking at myself for no payoff and causing myself emotional anguish was not worth it. So enter the smoothie TikTok, enter content that doesn't feature my face, enter content that transcended race. I think that was also very important because, you know, we as humans and on social media, what's the first thing that pops out to us uh, when we see a post, especially if it's a woman? What do we think? Is she pretty? Is she ugly? She's white. She's black. She's Asian. She's what is, we're always assessing what women look like and we're always assessing everything about somebody. And the first thing that someone sees from me is black. A lot of people are turned off by that. Like, let's keep it real. I'm just going to keep it there. But a lot of people might not like that. And they might see me getting ready to talk and scroll right by. And that's just the reality of the situation. I'm not going to expand. I'm not going to get all super, you know, Malcolm X, Dr. Umar in this bitch. I'm just saying the facts. So I think also just me removing that aspect, removing the fact that um, I even, I guess, am a person because my content does not show really me it just shows a blade and some fruit and I think removing the element of race removing the element of language removing the element of you know as a woman am I pretty enough am I hot enough are my tits big enough is my ass big enough my stomach flat you know what does my hair look weird do my eyes look weird like you know what I mean if you guys know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about like you guys know exactly what the fuck I mean like all that shit I don't have to worry about any of that shit I just kept posting like I had experimented a bit with um faceless content with like uh some foodie stuff some foodie vlogs that sort of thing but um that just didn't feel right to me if I'm being honest this feels right to me like this podcast feels so right because I can just be myself. I don't have to worry about, um, I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry about looking at myself. I don't have to worry about someone seeing me because I really felt with my YouTube channel, it was so difficult because um, my YouTube experience, I think was very different than a lot of people. But I think also, I mean, maybe people have the same experience. Um, Uh, it was very difficult for me in the sense that my YouTube was never just me kind of posting into the ether to nobody. Um, my YouTube was always being viewed by a colleague, by a coworker, by a boss, um, and everyone that I pretty much would meet in my local cannabis scene, um, had seen all of my content and thought they knew everything about me. Um, I posted a lot of like sexy content when I first came out. So I feel like everyone thought that they had like seen all of me and knew all that there was to know. And, um, that was fine for the most part. People were actually pretty nice to me in terms of like, uh, my audience and stuff. But as you can imagine, um, something about posting 
yourself and your thoughts and your opinion and like, am, am I pretty enough? You know, am I skinny enough? Is there spinach in my teeth? You know, what will the owner of this company think? And what will the owner of that company think? And, you know, what will this guy have a crush on the cute butt tender at that dispensary? Like, what if he sees it? Like, what is he going to think? Like, um, it was really, really difficult. And as I continued to grow and meet more people it was the same thing. All Every single colleague that I had, every single close friend that I had made, any single really friend that I had made, um, any sort of guy or girl that I thought was hot, like they were all watching my content and um, watching me and peek into my life and my soul. And I think that I'm heinous. So like if you put all that together and think that, um, and I guess you don't even want to show your face to the world most of the time and knowing that everyone that you know is looking at your face and looking at your views and looking at you and seeing you in a different light and seeing this, um, you know, not a character, but looking at me in a different way, like it's so difficult and everyone judges you based on the numbers and if you're a real content creator or not. And it's all just so much to deal with and having the element of, being local, the element of being immersed in the cannabis scene outside of being an influencer because I work for different companies in the cannabis industry, right? So really, I'm telling you, every single colleague and every single hand that I shook at some point would watch one of my videos or knew about my videos, knew about my Instagram, and that was like really hard to deal with. It's very, very nerve wracking. Um, when I worked at a dispensary, my very first day, someone recognized me as Indica wife. And I had like barely broken a thousand followers on Instagram. Like it was very jarring. Like people knowing, you know, where I worked and going home and knowing what I bought weed from at the dispensary and, you know, knowing all my innermost thoughts and my opinion and dispensaries watching my videos and, you know, ordering, placing huge orders for, you know, accessories or flour or concentrate or whatever, people placing huge orders off my recommendation and me not understanding the severity of that. And, um, just knowing that, I was like working really hard trying to build something and, you know, build a brand for myself. And it was all just so hard with just the lens and just knowing that everybody was watching me and everyone, I know people think that the, the haters are watching and it, it's not even that, like it wasn't just haters, like everyone that I knew was watching me and like, it was so difficult, like and it, the worst part was that the amount of people watching me weren't even enough in the sense that like if 100,000 people watched my videos and only like 400 of those people knew me, that'd be fine. But when you're only racking up like 1,000 views, you know that you know, shit, at least 30% of those are from people that you might know or 10%. Either way, that's a shitload of people that I see on the daily when I close my laptop and I log off. I see them and they think that they see all of me and they they don't. If I'm being honest, um, most people, especially in the industry, do not know anything about me. Um, if I'm being real, people are probably learning more about me in this 27 minute podcast than people have known me their entire four years of knowing me. Um, so yeah, and it really affected how raw I could be, I feel like, on my YouTube channel because um, I just... I have a lot going on. I've always been someone that's always dealt with things behind closed doors. Um, and 
Wow. Not me disassociating. Pause. Uh, let me get some water real quick. One second. <sighs> Little ASMR for you. <laughs> okay. Back to business. So yeah, girly pop. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was saying. Oh, talking about how everybody was watching me and how the world was like pressuring me and how everything was like falling around me and everything felt like, you know, nothing was worth it, right? Um, I think I might get more into, uh, oh my Lord, sorry. I think I might get more into that portion of my life in a different episode, but um, that's a little peek into my mind. I'm bringing this up because, um, as I've mentioned before, most of my audience for the time being will definitely be from my weedy era and um, from the cannabis industry. So I felt like I had to talk about something, I had to really get more into that, you know, first episode in because, you know... It's a, it's a lot to talk about. Spicy meatball, if you will. So yeah, that's the deal with the cannabis industry. And while I'm talking more about uh, myself, let's talk about the other interesting thing about me. I am a phone sex operator. I am also a dominatrix. I make clips. Um, I took a bit of a hiatus because of the aforementioned self-esteem, but that'll be for a different episode. Um, I love phone sex. I do femdom phone sex. I'm not like, ooh, BB, like, I want your cum. Like, no, I don't really do all of that. Um, and I've been doing phone sex for, I don't even know how long, maybe since I was like 20 years old. Um, that's why I have such a dry, sexy, robot voice. But um, I've always spoken like this. Um, actually, when I was about uh, like 17 or 18 years old, my friend's dad told me that he knew that I was in the house because of my voice. And I was like, oh, like, was I loud? He was like, no, your voice is just so recognizable and it's lovely. Like, you should be like a phone sex operator. Yes, a friend's dad said that to me, but um, it, it got the wheels turning a little bit. We got the wheels turning a little bit. So yeah, actually, as long as I can remember, um, people have always told me that um, I'm very intimidating and that I seem very dominant. Um, I am six feet tall um, and I am black. I'm, I'm big and black. So I think that's why people find me intimidating. I'm actually a very nice, approachable person. So I know that I'm not scary, but I've always been put in a position where people have felt like I have the upper hand and I'm big and I'm dominating and I'm scary. But I think if you're scared of me, I think you're just weak and you're like a little bitch because I'm such a little baby boy bitch that if you're scared of me, you just, you're a fucking powder puff. I don't fucking know what to call you, but get it together if you find me intimidating. The point is I've always been put in that role. So I figured that I would lean into the role and um, be a dominatrix, and um, I love it. It has definitely given me some freedom, but it's very hard to rely on your income being a part of, I'm sorry, it's hard to rely on your body when you hate it and rely on your body for your income. 
So I'll get into all of the self-esteem stuff later, but I'm really giving you guys like a little peek in as to how intense this podcast will get on the episodes that I'm alone. And I'm so excited. Like, I know that I am not alone in these deep, intense feelings that I have, and I just want to just get my voice out there. I feel like my voice deserves to be heard, and that's why I still create content. I know that I have this personality. Um, I know that people are drawn to me. I am so drawn to people. I love the idea of reaching people that I can't even meet yet or won't ever meet and knowing that you know my voice has brought them entertainment or has changed them or changed their outlook or made them laugh with someone and made them get off you know their phone for a second just like I want people to feel me and to feel um joy from listening to me um I sound like a cult leader I'd love to have a cult but that's neither here nor there but either way I just feel like Ugh, I feel so good doing this right now. And I mean, I don't know if I'm going to edit this. I want to just put it up raw. That way I can just like get it up there and commit to this because I'm so worried that I might get scared to post this. But I'm not going to get scared. I'm going to do it. Um, When I asked my Instagram family if I should... um, Sorry, I just spaced out. My edible is kicking the fuck in. I asked my Instagram followers if I should make a podcast and I have never gotten a response like the one that I got on the Instagram story. Um, I got like three times the amount of views, replies, everything that I normally would when I asked you all about the podcast and everyone said a resounding yes. Um, and I'm so excited. I have so many stories to share that I think are actually great for a podcast. And, um, I would love for you guys to, you know, message me and, you know, give me some prompts to talk about. I definitely feel like I'm going to do some sort of, um, like, uh, advice column, like where people call into me for advice or when they write down some advice they need or submit topics they would like me to talk about. I definitely want to interact with my audience because I think anyone that's drawn to me is drawn to chaos and drawn to mischief, drawn to things that are kind of different and silly and weird. And um, I think that's a lot of people. And I think that um, I would love to hear what you guys have to say and what you guys want to hear me talk about. Um, I think I'm going to wrap things up here mainly because I don't know how to, uh, save this stuff and how this file will save. And I would hate to record for an hour and lose it all. That would send me, um, into a blind rage. So I will end things here. Thank you all so much for listening to me. I think that you all are really going to enjoy this podcast and enjoy this ride with me. I am feeling so good and confident about this, and I cannot wait to talk to you all soon. Have a good rest of your day, and I'll see you on the next episode of Chat About It. Ooh, that sounded so fucking good. Bitch, I'm meant for this shit. I'm meant for this, bred for this. Did you hear that? I killed that shit. I think the name of this podcast is Chat About It, by the way. All right, I'm done. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.